Get in touch with the Food Bank Council of Michigan. Visit fbcmich.org. Jerry Brisson is in the studio with me and on the phone. He is Brian Peters, the CEO for the Michigan Health and Hospital Association. And Brian, the partnership between the Michigan Health and Hospital Association and uh, the Michigan Harvest Gathering that is going to kick off here really soon and go through November 8th. And uh, the Michigan Health and Hospital Association is the title sponsor for this event. And uh, Brian, we can't thank you enough for uh, the compassion and uh, the investment that you make in this uh, Harvest Gathering. It's absolutely our pleasure. You know, the Michigan Health and Hospital Association uh, has been engaged with the Michigan Harvest Gathering campaign for 20 years now, and we're so proud to be a partner and uh, a leader of this effort. It's really a perfect fit with our mission statement, which is to advance the health of individuals and communities. Really a a perfect way uh, for us to live that mission. Well, Brian, uh, 3.5 million pounds of food Three, over $3 million worth of funding. And uh, that's somewhere uh, around three and a half million meals that you provided uh, for adults and a little more than that, even when we consider the children's meals. So, you know, you guys are um, you're not just talking to talk, brother. You're walking the walk. And we appreciate your partnership, your friendship, and let's keep it going. Thanks so much. And as promised, In the studio, Susan Hawkins, the Senior Vice President for Population Health with Henry Ford Health System. Did you walk over, drive over? I walked over. It's a lovely day. It's a a beautiful day. Somebody said it was in the studio earlier, said it's the best summer day we've had. So tell us, um, you know, I, I introduce you as the Senior Vice President for Population Health. Help us understand what population health is and why it's important. Well, population health is really a concept Um, for identifying a population you're trying to care for, and that could be a geographic population or a population of people with a certain condition or disease or um, people that are uh, attached to a certain health system. Mm -hmm. So we have a population we care for. And identifying what they need to get better or what they need to stay healthy and introducing clinical programs or administrative programs or usually both in combination to really help them succeed. So what can we do to keep people healthy or make them healthier than they are today? And then there's another piece involved in population health that has to do with how you are paid for that activity and really um, measured by the value you can deliver. And value in population health is defined as better clinical outcomes, um, better experience for the people that are um, part of your system, and lower cost for the patient, for the people that pay for their care, whether Mm -hmm. that's an insurance company, including the federal government, or an employer for those of us who are lucky enough to have insurance through our employer. So uh, I think that you're... um connected here to our esteemed co-host, Jerry Brisson, CEO and president at Gleaners Community Food Bank. And uh, I'm really impressed that you've been in the first few minutes of this segment already. You haven't had a chance to to join in the conversation. I haven't interrupted yet. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was it's, trying to it say. It was bound to happen. <laughs> so, uh, Jerry, welcome to the conversation. Yeah, and I and it's been really exciting working with Susan now for for some months on uh, some pretty some pretty exciting pilots 
particularly around hunger, which is, you know, one of the social determinants of health. And of course, it dovetails right into the whole idea. If you want your patients to, to get well and you want them to be happier and you want to drive your costs down, uh, that that food and, and patients who are food insecure would need to have that addressed as part of that whole idea. So tell us a little bit about how that's evolving at Henry Ford Health System. How is that? I, how are the social determinants of health, that whole idea evolving in your work? It's, and it's not just evolving at Henry Ford Health System, it's evolving across healthcare as an industry. But uh, so there are the clinical things we can do. We can provide access to your doctor. We can um, make it um, convenient. We can offer hours that are convenient for you. We can offer alternatives to an emergency room, things like that. But then there's a whole host of things, and those are referred to as social determinants of health, as you mentioned, that really are outside of our control but they're very impactful for a given patient or individual in terms of how they respond to healthcare or how they can access health care. So food uh, insecurity is a huge one. There's also things like uh, lack of transportation. So people can't get to their appointments mm-hmm. um, and they so they seek alternatives or call 911 in the worst case. Um, it would include things like um, housing insecurity. So if people don't have a consistent home environment um, or for their children, their children are moving from school to school hmm. during a, a school year because right. they're, they're in, unstable in their housing situation, hmm. um, they're, uh, whether or not you can pay your bills, certainly, so your, your income level, um, there's, there's just all sorts of things. Oh, whether you have a caregiver at home or whether you're living alone and uh, even the health, we call it health literacy of a caregiver. So the ability of that person to understand um, what we might do for you. So I was really excited to start this um, adventure around food insecurity with cleaners. And so it's, it's, we've started a project and we're really excited about it. And learning how to partner. And I think when we talk about changing the conversation about food insecurity, part of that change is really incumbent on us to learn how to do things different and better and then learn how to learn while you're doing those things and I think that's the focus of our pilot projects that we're looking at starting in you know really soon in the next few weeks we're going to have some we're going to be serving some of the patients of the health system we're going to be serving them in a comprehensive way we're going to be understanding as well as we can what changes for them as we serve them in this way so uh, to make it easy to understand when somebody has uh, a condition or is or shows up at one of the centers that's involved in the project they'll be asked you know do you have enough food you know mm. and 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 they'll and food as part of their treatment plan will be explained in that way to say you know having having the right food and and having it as part of your treatment plan is going to make you feel better and and it's going to make your medicine work better right so it's 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 not just about need it's also about health and feeling better and so we're incorporating all that language into the into the program i love i love the conversation and i did recognize i think the the triple um, triple aim, aim of healthcare. Yeah. Triple aim of healthcare. Right. I I did pick that up. So you're right. It is about us learning the language of our partners and our as well as our partners learning about the what we can do. So you're, thanks for listening. This is a food for thought. Uh, Susan Hawkins, the senior vice president for population health with Henry Ford Health System, is in the studio. Jerry Brisson, and we'll be right back. <music>